to Cosmos to Cosmos the shot, and here's to the farmer and Pluto. The farmer and Pluto. Oh, isn't that bad? That's delightful, actually. Clyde Tombaugh ah. was born on February 4th, 1906 mm -hmm. in Streeter, Illinois, to farmer parents. Okay. Yeah, farmer parents. I, I was like trying to figure out a better way to put farmer name. parents yeah, than farmer, farmer parents. Yeah. Um, to farmers. To farmers. Yeah, that's pretty it. Pretty much <laughs> it. Uh, he was the oldest of six children because they they had a lot of kids way back then. Farming those babies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to fast forward to he's 12 years old. He became interested in astronomy when he went to the Yerksey Observatory in Wisconsin oh. at the age of 12. But he had an uncle that kind of stoked that, uh, that passion okay. for astronomy because his uncle Lee, uh, he was an amateur astronomer oh. and he gave Clyde several, uh, astronomy books. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Start he was helping him out. Young. However, though. 1922. He's 16 years old. He had to drop out of high school for a year and uh, basically become a farmer. Oh, he had to help. Farm. Yeah, he had to help on the family farm. Uh, there was some sort of disaster in the farm. Uh, they they had rough times. They needed very child rough labor. times, and they needed child labor. However, two years later, 1924, he was reading an article in Popular Astronomy, the magazine Popular Astronomy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, the companion to Popular Mechanics. Yes. Um, and uh, Popular Celestial Mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and within it, uh, he was reading this article, and he got this passion to make his own telescopes. And oh, so okay. I mean, he, you know. Yeah, he wanted to make his own telescope and use it to make astronomical um, drawings. So um, clearly he saw a bunch of mm -hmm. drawings on it in the, in the article and he wanted to do it. And so in 1926, just two years later, at this point he is 20 years old, he sent those drawings that he made to the Lowell Observatory. Um, and Vesto Slifer oh. hired him to perform... Systematic searches for a trans-Neptunian planet. Hey, we've heard the name Vesto Slifer, and I just have to say, it's a great name. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, one, I mean, great. He sounds one like of a, great villain, a villain. He does. Name. He does sound like a villain, but he, he does some great stuff. Uh, the search for that trans-Neptunian planet was known as Planet X at the time. Is it? Yes. It's always a Planet X. Yes. Now, he wasn't just going to go just willy-nilly over the sky. Mm -hmm. um, they actually had done some computations, and they had kind of an idea of where <laughs> it might math. be. They did, they did some, some math. math. It's been done before, people. Math to discover planets. Yeah. On April 6, 1929 is when he started the search. Um, okay. So he started using what was called the astrograph, which was um, an apparatus that would take photographs of the same section of the sky mm -hmm. um, several nights apart. And he would then use a blank comparator to rapidly switch back and forth between those pictures. Mm -hmm. And what they were looking for is for something to move. Yes. And if it moves... Because the star should not be moving. Exactly. They're the, moving, but... If it was moving, it. that means that it was it's in our solar system... But doesn't mean it's a planet. Could yeah, be an asteroid, a comet. A comet. Right, There's a lot of yeah. things that it could be. So they had to then rule things out. But on February 18th, 1930, so we're actually kind of coming up on that in a month. Mm -hmm. um, he found an object on a photographic plate that had moved compared to a photograph several months earlier. 
Um, an asteroid was quickly ruled out mm-hmm. based on where it, it was. Because it more movement and stuff. Yeah, yeah, based on where it was and how it was moving, yeah, yeah. how slow it was moving. Yeah, plus asteroids usually aren't stupid far out. No, no. Yeah, they're... And so, a new planet had been, uh, had been discovered at the Lowell Observatory. Um, so, now the question becomes, what do you name this thing? Because now it gets out, everybody's looking for it, mm-hmm. um, it hits the newspaper. It's like the first modern planet, basically. Yeah. And so, overnight, the, the solar system goes from eight to nine planets. So, what do we name it? Um, so, the name, they were batting around some names at the Lowell Observatory, mm-hmm. but... The, uh, for the, the first time outside of the Lowell Observatory, and they actually discussed Pluto inside Lowell, um, Venetia Burney, um, she's 11 years old, mm-hmm. she suggested Pluto. Uh, but other names that were also being suggested were uh, Minerva and Kronos. Uh, but Pluto was officially adopted on May 1st, I mean, it follows the trend of Roman gods for planets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Pluto was designated with a PL after, uh, Percival Lowell, so that was another reason why they went with uh, it. Oh, yes. Um, he earned, Clyde Tombaugh earned his bachelor's and master's degree from the University of Kansas, Kansas in 1936 and 1938. So my question is, what the hell were you doing before you graduated, I mean, before you started college? Because he did all this before he uh, even, Yeah, before he graduated college, he discovered a planet. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Sometimes just, you know, school is secondary. You just take your time getting there. Yeah. You realize later you need the credentials for what you want to do after yeah, you've just, already done it. I just, I found that just so fascinating. I mean, what a difference a hundred mm-hmm, years mm-hmm, makes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did continue to do research on Pluto until he left the little observatory in 1945. Um, and, um, he, he did do other stuff, but, um, he did die at the age of 90 on January 17th, 1997. So he was not around to see Pluto demoted, but his wife, uh, I guess widow now, um, Patricia, um, she said that he would have been disappointed by the demotion, but would have accepted it. He was quote, a scientist. And would understand that they have a real problem when they start finding several of these flying around in place. Boom. Yep. How Levison um, said of Tombaugh, quote, Clyde Tombaugh discovered the Kuiper Belt. That's a hell of a lot more interesting than the night planet. Unquote. I mean, yep. I mean, Pluto's really interesting now that we've had a, a, the New Horizons uh, spacecraft fly past it. But, uh-huh. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. see the New Horizons. Let me get to it. Oh. Um, Tomba altogether discovered 15 minor planets, including Pluto. He discovered them all wow. between 1929 and 1931. So he was doing shit before he, he was went doing, to college. I mean, I just give him an honorary. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was thinking about that when I when I worded up the notes. But some of his ashes or bore the New Horizons spacecraft. Oh, good, good. So he flew past um, Pluto mm-hmm. and then 2015, and then he flew past the other um, um, Kuiper Belt objects. objects. That it went by. As a side note, this is what I found very interesting okay, also. Right. Um, he was the most prominent astronomer in history, I guess, to report seeing a UFO. On August 20th, 1949, oh. in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Of course he, it's New Mexico. It was, um, <laughs> he said it was like eight rectangular lights. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw it for three seconds. His wife saw it for 1.5 seconds, so one and a half seconds. 
How did they time that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, I see something. Start timing. Yeah. Um, he never thought it was aliens. Oh, it's just he, an he, unidentified right. flying. <laughs> uh, he, he thought it was a temperature inversion, which caused the lights. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. Not aliens. 99.9%. Yeah. Sure. And uh, that's the story of the farmer and Pluto. Follow us on all the things. Check out our regular episodes. And uh, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Bye.